hello hello welcome to for the love of weather podcast this weather podcast is for anyone who just loves the weather wants to learn a little bit more about it or just wants to join in our conversation my name is ashling hi everyone and my name is Gemma, um, and welcome to weather wednesday we think this is the best day of the week because on Weather Wednesday, yes, we, we will be releasing a new episode of the podcast. Hold on to your seats. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. We thought this episode would be a great chance for us to introduce ourselves and explain how we both got into meteorology. We hope uh, you love the weather just a little bit more after listening to this episode, but also all the other episodes that we do. That's our aim, really. Uh, 100%. We just want you to love the weather a bit more. Hopefully our love of it will be a little bit infectious and you'll... Yes, you'll definitely. Just, you'll just be really excited about Weather Wednesday happening. <laughs> but I am actually here with Gemma because the both of us belong to the most wonderful community of weather. We live in a gigantic nation of 64 or so million people. And the weather world is actually quite small. So it's sort of like two degrees or maybe three degrees of freedom. Everyone seems to know somebody who knows somebody. And that's how I got to know Gemma. So I know Gemma for nearly 11 years now. Wow, it's a long time. Yeah, I know. Like, I thought we'd have totally grown up more by now. Oh, no, never, (laughs) never. (laughs) But we also just wanted to tell you how we got into meteorology and actually just bring you on a little path a little journey a little story of how Gemma and I are sitting here today and how Gemma came up with this lovely idea to have a chat about the weather so we are going to start with some little interesting facts about us and I can tell you that one of Gemma's most interesting facts (laughs) is Gemma do you want to disclose oh I I, that you love the weather (laughs) I love the weather but more importantly I love weather factoids any weather fact, <laughs> I am all over it. I really, really, just really enjoy them. I go searching for them sometimes, just any weather fact. And then I tell and everyone. you know, if you, <laughs> if you hang around with Gemma long enough, you sound really clever because she'll always give you a factoid and then you can just pretend like you know it. Pretty good. <laughs> they're not all that useful all the time, but they're very interesting. I think they are anyway. <laughs> I totally agree. So Gemma, you started the weather pretty much after you came out of university but take me back take me right the way back to when you were a little girl when when did weather start to tickle you start to make you a little bit curious tell me tell me about how you got into weather so my love of the weather started very young I watched that classic film it's everyone's favorite film which one it's twister Oh, Gemma. It's, a, it's an amazing cliche, film. Cliche. It's an amazing film. The Flying Cow. And oh, I really, I just love that film so much. I, I watch it every year. Honestly, I do. I really, really like that film. Um, and I watched that film. Just for the record, I'm not very good with movies like that. I'm too anxious and I'm on the edge. Oh, so I can't watch I them. I love them so much. Um, so I watched that film and I just really intrigued about what was going on and I really enjoyed the storm chasing side of it and I was pretty young actually I think I was still in primary school when I saw that film Mm. and I said to my mum one day I'm going to be a meteorologist and she said how do you even know that word and I was like well Gemma (laughs) can you spell it (laughs) 
like you had to learn how to spell it. I still know. Still at times I'm like, okay, which way is the O and the R going around? And always have to double check. Um, So then after that, I just, for every birthday and every Christmas, I would be given weather books and I would just read them all and I would devour them. And I just really enjoyed learning more and more. Um, And then when I went to secondary school, I did geography and I really enjoyed geography. I really enjoyed the um, physical geography and learning about the earth and especially the weather side. And the more I did it, the more I thought, I think I could really enjoy a career in this. And then Mm. I did A-levels and I checked with someone beforehand and they said that I needed a geography and a science A-level. So I did geography, which was great. It's my favourite <laughs> subject. So I was like, yeah, I'm all, all over this. And I did biology. Uh-huh. Then when it came to apply for university, I realised I didn't have the right A-levels to do a meteorology degree. So I freaked out. Right. Massively. <laughs> I was like, so all I want to do is weather. What am I going to do? So I did a physical geography degree and then I did a master's uh-huh. in meteorology. Um and I'm really glad I did it that way because through my degree, I learned various things about uh, processes around the earth, which I can then use in my weather life still. I use it now if I'm talking about flooding yeah. and rivers. I know about that stuff already. Um, and ultimately, yeah. I got there in the end. Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, we did yeah. we did a maths part of our master's and it was hard. <sighs> it was hard. But I got there. I got there. Honestly, like, have you ever actually used it? Like the pain of going through it. But I've never, I don't ever use it on a day-to-day basis. I don't either. My brain's all visual. I imagine things moving around. I don't, I don't imagine numbers moving around. I imagine things. (laughs) I'm the same. So, I mean, we did a foundation course in our masters that taught us about the equivalent of A-level math. So we could do the equations I mean, I'm going to be honest, I can't remember a lot of the A-level maths I I learned. I don't use it day to day. I don't remember any of it. So I think if anyone out there is listening to this and is worried that they're not the greatest with maths or they don't enjoy maths or they don't have a maths A-level, you can still get into weather without it. I know a lot of meteorologists that don't have a maths A-level and Mm -hmm. they are in they're in the career. They do it. So it's fine. You don't need you don't always need to have a maths. I know a archaeologist and an ex-air hostess who are fantastic meteorologists actually so yeah there's lots of different ways to get into it and also there is the commercial side of forecasting as well there's the public weather side of forecasting there's so many different faces of weather i completely which myself and Gemma have had the luxury of doing day and night shifts forecasting for all of these wonderful things that we didn't actually know needed a forecast the night shifts are a joy (laughs) they really are oh my goodness (laughs) i'm not gonna lie secretly smoke i'm not doing them anymore Gemma. hate to say oh you're so lucky ash 30 i've been doing night shifts now for 13 years i don't know you're a hero you're a hero. I, mean, I, I don't know. I they're don't know definitely aging me more. I definitely feel older. <laughs> you look about 20. What are you talking about? So oh, if you Not had... after a night shift, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so Gemma, tell me, of all the forecasting you've done, is there any forecasting left that you want to do? Oh, I, I really am intrigued and really interested by hurricanes. I have had this in- interest in them for years and years and years I just think they're so interesting the way that they form the way that they move um 
they are so complicated they really are and then when you just see them on a satellite they're just massive and mm. they're so i don't know what the word is it's just i'm so drawn towards learning more about them yeah um and mm. i really enjoy that and i'm really lucky because in my current job i can do uk and world forecasting so i can do both so i get to do a bit of uh, forecasting for hurricanes but i find so that, that means you have to know what's happening in the weather absolutely everywhere at any one time yes yeah i mean if you're gonna test me <laughs> on what the maximum <laughs> temperature is in a random place in south america i might not know the maximum temperature but i'll generally know what the weather's doing <laughs> probably have a good idea yeah 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 i get that and also that it's a different season that's always a good place to yes, start as well yes and the weather fronts are always moving the other way and winds are going it's like completely oh that's so confusing <laughs> i actually have drawn weather fronts for aviation in the southern hemisphere going the wrong way i did a stint down in the falklands honestly it just blew my mind <laughs> Sometimes I have to sort of turn it's my so head to the confusing. side, sort of think. Okay, I know, and sort of, sort of thinking. Oh, it's a southerly wind. That's freezing. Yeah, the northerly wind is not as cold, but it's still cold. And this is moving that way in a warm front. Oh, it's already confusing. And then when I came home, it was even more confusing. Oh, it was just it's like really switching, it, up switching it back again. Yeah. It's a little bit like when you drive on the, the opposite side of the road. When you then come back, you're trying to switch yeah, back again. Yeah, kind of yes yes it, like i just it, it it just blew my mind anyway somehow i managed to get through it but that was definitely that was that was a tough time that was there's not as much satellite imagery down there the winters are dark but it's cold it's really really cold down there but actually i'm so excited i got to do it because that was something i never ever thought that i would actually get to do it's it's so amazing that you got to mm. go somewhere completely different and forecast and experience that it's yep. amazing yeah, slightly terrifying, mind you, but also really, really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> well. So how about you, Ash? How did you uh, fall in love with the weather? How did you get in- involved in the weather? Yeah, so the weather has always tickled me, Gemma. <laughs> I've always really enjoyed it. I, you know, I'm the same as well. So mine went back to like a feeling very much like yours did. Mm-hmm. From as far back as I can remember, I always remember like looking up at the sky and thinking like, why why is that happening why is it raining and if I saw weather forecast I think how do they know it was going to rain how do they know it was going to be like 18 degrees today or how do they know how do they know it's going to be frosty in the morning and why isn't it frosty the next morning so there's always just that why question but my route was by no means direct I really did not get there in any direct manner and also in Ireland there was no meteorology course I'm not gonna lie I don't think I had the best guidance when I was in school and I had a go at university one time that didn't work out so well so it took me a few years to get back to university but I eventually made my way somehow to meteorology and then I was so lucky I got a job over here in the UK and since then I've never looked back I've forecast and learned more than I could ever dream of and it still just blows my mind yeah <laughs> there is so much more. more always There's so much more every time you so think you've got a handle learn. on something I know something oh else yeah I sometimes something have to make lists else. of things I think oh, I'm gonna look into that a bit more and oh I'll just look into that a bit more so I yeah know. I know and then and then so you kind of sometimes have to look at one thing in one way and then you're looking at the same thing in another way if you're 
yeah. talking about something else like maybe global teleconnections that's one that just blows my mind you know obviously we're learning more and more about them particularly in the last five years or so yeah but and then how they you, affect different parts of the how world they affect and, yeah. things but sometimes you have to look at them at a bigger scale and sometimes you look at them at a smaller scale but then sometimes that doesn't really impact the day-to-day weather but it might impact the trend of the weather yes oh, yeah it's just it's learning all that extra stuff yeah I, i'm exactly yeah. the same yeah so i never ever ever stop learning and that's a great thing though i always i've always learned from my community and also online as well mm. there's just such a burning community of people there's always somebody interested in something and if like you don't want to delve into something too much somebody else will do the work for you i love looking at anything that comes out of the arctic any research that comes out of there but there's so many great people online i can just kind of read their stuff and they sort of do the work for me and i get to enjoy it <laughs> I'm exactly the same. I just think that there's so much information out there and you can always learn something. That's what I love about yeah. the weather. It's always changing. I mean, today's weather is completely different to yesterday's weather. I mean... It is, yeah. Yeah, it was so, so cold. I was outside walking in it and it was raining. It was completely different and it changes day to day. Yeah. And obviously, in the longer term as well, we know that things are changing with our climate. So are, there's yeah. always something to learn yeah. and to draw on. And I think that's really yeah. interesting Some... and what draws me, continues to draw me into the weather, I think. And equally, though, on a day where you do get it right, that's fabulous. Just when you've oh, got... Oh, I can't tell you. You've got it right. When you, It's just brilliant. Yes. It just makes your day. It's like, I did that today. That's That's just brilliant. My thing is when I forecast for showers and I'll forecast in a certain area and I'll be like, I think this area is where the shower's going to be. And then you look at the radar and they're there. You're like, yeah, winning. I Done it today. I've got it. Because showers are so hard to forecast. Like I often... Getting them where they are and they're really tough showers. But I know. Um, they're, I know. Yeah. And also, what other word is there other than scattered showers? What other word do you use? This is something I've thought about for years. What oh, other word can you use for scattered? I like to use a more organised area of showers. But like, but on a day <laughs> where it actually is scattered showers, you know. A oh, there old, isn't. A scattering, a scattering like scattering of throwing iron filings all over the place. Like, it's like, how else do I describe this? I don't know. They're just scattered about the it place. It is tough. <laughs> yeah. If you're writing forecasts as well for lots of parts of the, the country and oh, the weather's the same, trying to yeah. word it in different ways, that's quite tough. That's also <laughs> challenging as well. I know, yeah. That, yeah. that is definitely, that. that's challenging too. Lots of challenges we face in this career, Gemma. Well, we do. yes. And you're such a hero still doing night shifts, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I am sure that both of us at some point have actually forgot one of these steps in our journey to get here. But hopefully over the next few episodes, that might sort of slip out and fill in fill in the blanks of uh, yeah. how we actually got to where we are. And also, each season is different. Each half year is different. All different things happen all the time my first you learn from each season honestly it's you learn something different will happen and then you'll then that you'll take what you've learned into the next season but then i mean winters a different year to year it's just my first year forecasting here in the uk Gemma, was the big freeze oh that was a tough year that was the first year i did uh road forecasting it was so hard oh that was it. whoever thought a 30 se- a 30 centimeter temperature would be so important in the soil it's <gasps> oh cold in the snow that was really really tough that was a tough year that that was i just i don't even know what happened that year and the weather was happening 
and I didn't understand the weather. I just never experienced such conditions. I was just crazy. But also over here, particularly across the east of England, a northerly wind feels so different to a northerly wind in Ireland. And I remember the first time actually there was a northeasterly wind and I was in London and I just remember thinking, what is that? So cold. (laughs) It is so cold. What is it? Like where, what, what is the weather like over here? It's, oh. I've never really thought of it like that. It must have felt uh, really different coming over it to be shocking and then there was snow on the ground oh yeah i don't understand what's happening with the weather over here anyway that was a stressful year i learned a lot though i learned a lot anyway <laughs> <laughs> i still think i'm starting to got some trauma from that i'll leave, leave it for the moment oh i think we've all so, got some Gemma, lasting trauma from that from that year it was a tough one it definitely was a tough one and actually so was the following year as well it snowed as well the following year and now we don't know when it's going to snow because it's been so mild. It just changes all it's of true. the time. I mean, I don't mind if it snows and I'm not working. So I don't want it to snow when right. I'm working. I don't mean to sound negative here, Gemma, but I actually don't like the snow. Now, the reason I don't like At the all? snow. No, I don't like the snow here because we mostly get wet snow, right? And that yeah. wet snow might last for like five seconds. And then all you're left with is a big slushy mess. And the ground gets icy. And then that freezes. And then you're slipping. And it's freezing. So I'm actually not a fan of it. But maybe like if I was further north across England, I would enjoy it because I could actually, I don't know. In, I don't know. There'd be more of it to make a snowman. But I'm not a mess of it. It just messes the rails up. I, I do you know. get that. Yeah. I mean, oh, I love, I do like the snow. I like it when it's obviously when it snows and I'm not working. When it's, when I'm working, I don't want it to snow. I know. I know. It makes For me really so many reasons. Shifts. The shifts are First really of tough. All, you're going to get this late getting into work. Yeah, you're going to have to leave silly early. Second of all, you don't get stranded in work. But third of all, it's really stressful. <laughs> snowing at work. I know but it's no. really hard as well when it's snowing and you can't get to work. I and you're know, like, but I need to and get the to the irony work to of cast the snow that's I stopping know, me the getting irony to work. Is you're the forecaster, so you're not supposed to be late because of the snow. Cause I you're know. Supposed to- and you know that it's going to snow <laughs> because you forecast it to snow, but then there's no train, so and you're like, okay, well. How do I get to work to then forecast the snow that's now it's falling? It oh. just boggle, boggles the mind. Dilemmas. And then also maybe it's just like a half a degree as to why it's not snowing. Like, so, you, you, it's true. you know, there's no like exact formula to how snow happens. This is why I hate wet snow. At least if it was dry snow, you know that it's going to be cold enough to actually forecast snow properly. But with wet snow, it's messy. Yeah. There's too much physics going on there. It's true. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast. It is. is it's snow. a whole other podcast. <laughs> and I won't ask you, Gemma, if you think it's going to snow this Christmas. We'll leave that one for a couple more weeks. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, Gemma, to finish off this episode, I believe you have something for us called Weather Wisdom. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we thought it would be a really nice idea just to end each podcast with a weather wisdom. And that could be um, a weather word that we really love. I mean, I know I've got certain weather words that I love and I'd love to share with people. Um, It could be a myth, um, a weather myth um, Mm -hmm. that we want to bust or prove. A weather saying. A saying. It could be um, just 
if it's coming from me, it's probably going to be a factoid. It could just be a really interesting <laughs> weather factoid that I have come across. Um, and I just want to share because I love to share. I mean, I love to share things about the weather. I mean, I think my family and friends are pretty happy that I'm doing this podcast now so they don't have to listen to me talk about the weather as much. <laughs> There's other so people they can just that say can listen Gemma. to me. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tune in and and yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I'll at least to your they, podcast. At least they listen to you. My family's favorite phrase is they said on the telly the weather's going to be wet. And I'm like, hello. Um, hello. I mean, we're I could give you a weather but... forecast if you want one. Kind of, you know, meteorologists over here, but hey ho. My family have been known to say, Oh, I just don't trust weather forecasters. And I'm like, I know, I but know. I'm the they one giving you the forecast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you that there's going to be strong winds. Oh, just they just always get it wrong. I don't believe or also, them. Also, <laughs> when somebody said ask some advice for me, so if they said Look, I'm traveling here, I'm traveling there, particularly if it's close to the time, my advice is normally pretty good. So maybe if there was like for example a snow event I could probably give them a really good idea especially if it's in within like 12 hours yeah you know of what's actually going to happen when you're at that critical point of view and they still don't listen anyway so I know I, mean, I don't know well hopefully know. there'll be people listening to this podcast that will listen to us <laughs> <laughs> whether they learn something or not is another thing <laughs> that is true I mean we might just ramble on about random things about the weather but mm. I mean we are I, talking I about things that we really enjoy and we love it. And we do really do. love the weather. So back to the weather wisdom. No. You'll find this a lot with me and Ash is that we do tend to go off on tan- tangents, but we'll come back in the end. So weather wisdom, <laughs> we're bringing it back to weather wisdom. <laughs> weather um, wisdom, yes. We're just going to, yeah, just give each uh, each listener just something that we can, that they can then take away with them and if they want to yeah. share with people. Um, or if yeah. you're at, out, with a, out of, with a friend, you can have this random fact that you can just slip into conversation so uh, if you're cool like us you know oh we are so cool (laughs) never never uh, that's never in doubt ash we are super cool um so this week's weather wisdom um i'm gonna hand it back to ash but she is going to explain whether the saying red sky at night shepherd's delight is actually true or not Gemma. Yes, it is. Most of the time. So, like many things in weather, any of these sayings normally comes from it mostly being correct most of the time. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to explain that particular saying here in the UK. So, there's a couple of things that we need to think about. First of all, on average, and that's kind of how you look at weather if you're explaining these sayings, on average, our weather systems move from west to east. I do know the pain of them moving from east to west it's very confusing and the weather never does what it's supposed to do and it's probably snow if it is happening if it's in the summer it's probably a heat wave but anyway most of our weather systems move from west to east and it probably takes on average about 12 hours or so for a whole weather system to move through and i'm just talking about your average standard weather system Another thing to consider is if I'm standing in the one spot, weather fronts generally tend to look the same. You'll see some high cloud coming in, some low cloud coming in, and the cloud continues to lower, and then eventually it rains, and it clears away the same way. So it sort of looks like a little wedge. Now that's if I'm standing at the one point. So as the weather front is approaching, I'll see some high cloud. Eventually I'll be standing in rain, and then if I look away as it's moving away to the east, I'll see some high cloud as it's leaving. 
And then there's another fact. So the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. Now when the sun is low on the horizon, the light gets scattered differently. And it's normally the cloud that picks up the different scattering of light. And when it's low in the sky, we normally get red light scattered to us. I think we're all familiar with like a burning sunrise or, a, you know, a burning sunset. So if in the morning the sun is rising in the east and it's illuminating the red cloud in the sky, that means the weather front is approaching from the west, which means red sky in the morning is the shepherd's warning because that weather front is going to approach from the west thick thick and lower you get the cloud and as it moves away in the evening time as the sun is setting in the west if you're illuminating the high cloud it means that the weather front has already passed through so there is actually some truth to it but like all things that's always on average there's always a reason why that's not correct but most of the time it's a pretty good guess as to what your weather might entail for the day probably wouldn't tell you like how much rainfall you're going to get but it would definitely tell you the progress of the weather through the day thanks for that actually that's a really nice Do information i like that that's lovely <laughs> thank you uh, well we, we hope, hope we hope the, 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 we, hope smaller. <laughs> we hope the listeners enjoyed that as well um and we just want to thank everyone for joining us today on weather wednesday um yeah thank you yeah, thank you for joining us for our first episode of for the love of weather podcast we have enjoyed our weather chat today. We hope you've enjoyed it too. And we really hope that you leave this episode loving the weather just that little bit more. Yeah, we really do. And thank you very much if you have listened to us today. And we do hope that you will come back again in two weeks time for our Weather Wednesday for our next podcast. And on that, Gemma, I'm going to say goodbye to you now. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs>